This podcast was recorded and produced on Treaty 7 land in the traditional territories of the Nitapi and the people of Treaty 7. Hey, I'm Maddie. And I'm Alex. Welcome to Dear Students, a podcast about all things interior design. Welcome everyone to the first episode of Dear Students. My name is Alex Hicks. And I'm Maddie Podborski. We're third year students at the Mount Royal Interior Design Program. While the title suggests that we're speaking to mostly our student peers, the real reason behind our name is to emphasize that no matter where you fit in in this industry, you will always be a student of design. Because our jobs play such a critical role in the human experience, and as the world continues to shift rapidly, we must continue to expand our knowledge. Our hope is that by starting this podcast, we can create an honest dialogue that will inspire, inform, and introduce creative solutions to global design-related topics. For the first few episodes, we're going to keep things a little bit closer to home, talking with some of our classmates and professors. Today's episode is all about student life in a design program, so let's meet our guests for today. Hi everyone, I'm Piper and I'm in my first year here at MRU. Hi, my name is Carly, I'm a fourth year student and I sit on the Interior Design Student Society Council. Hi everyone, my name is Greer and I'm a second year in Mount Royal for Interior Design. Awesome, well welcome everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you were just about to say that you were in first, first year, year again. again. Yeah, <laughs> that's like it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. I think all of us kind of go through that. We're like, oh yeah, we're still. Wait, no, we're in a whole other year. Yeah, yeah. definitely a bit of imposter syndrome too that comes with that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. The, the COVID blip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the year that didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How oh. awesome is it to be back though? Well, yeah, that's amazing such a such a different experience and I'm really grateful that we get to and that you know you don't have to spend half of your degree in your house yeah exactly and that kind of leads to one of the questions is like for everyone that has experienced being at home and now in studio what are your first impressions well getting to studio this year was my first year Mm -hmm. ever being in studio because last year was all online and it was very interesting to see how the workload feels more I guess kind of shared between everyone like you don't feel as alone Mm -hmm. you understand more how the program works itself because we really didn't know what we were doing last year (laughs) and it wasn't the professor's fault we had no idea how to kind of manage this workload from home when we had never experienced the workload Mm -hmm. in a group setting. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because I think even we had a transition of going on home, going home, but coming back and as a very sort of like thematic thing that kept happening last year is that everyone really missed the community. They Mm -hmm. missed studio life and you just can't replace that because nothing can replace like being up all night with your peers or with someone. And even for myself, at the end of last year, because at first I was like, actually, this is so nice. I could like get a cup of coffee whenever I want. Yeah, there's no commute time, which is amazing. But at the end of the year, I was like, I would do anything to be in studio right now, just because then you're focused, you're there, everyone's in it together. It's just a whole other experience. And if you have a question, oh, I'm so sorry. If you have a question, instead of having to like email or text your friends or wait a day and a half to hear back from your 
professors, you have the hive mind of being like, oh, hey, what's this and this? And you have that instantaneous answer and response back or that feedback. Or if you're stuck, it's so much faster to just slide your project across to your friend's desk and be like, hey, can you take a look at this? Totally. Can I get some feedback? And it's so much faster. It's like it's the community that really yeah. helps give you the strength to push through and like do your best. Yeah. And even just seeing other years makes such a big difference, too. I know it can be kind of intimidating, probably, like as you go through the years, you're like looking at other projects, but at the same time, it's super exciting, right? You're like, oh, wow, am one I really going to be at that stage? One day I can do that. Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, wow, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> like the learning curve in interior design is so, so steep. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a lot of work, but. One of the cool things I noticed about being online last year, though, was everyone's projects were so unique. When mm -hmm. we were in first year in studio together, you'd see someone else do something, you're like, that's really cool, and incorporate it into your design, because it was just like, you're like, that's amazing, I want that. And then in second year, a lot of the feedback that uh, the professors were giving us was that everyone was doing such unique things because you weren't looking at anyone else's. So, well, I definitely prefer being in studio with everyone. I did think that was, it was really interesting. That is, no, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. we. I had, I had a really similar experience and um, yeah, it was just really interesting how you kind of like dissolve that competition, um, which hopefully is making us a stronger class this year because yeah. we're just <laughs> supportive and you know, and not that we weren't before, but it's such an interesting dynamic. I'm interested, Piper, in how that's going for you because now this is your first year. Are you having some of those first impressions? Yeah, I love yeah. the studio. I think um, I knew there was a studio, but it's really fun to have that community just kind of built in because I, especially in high school, I was very involved in like leadership and all that. Mm -hmm. So you have this kind of community. And so for university, I was really worried I was going to come and not like have any friends or meet people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the best things about this program is that um, it's so easy to meet people. Yeah. And I have friends in other programs and like, I think we're like a month almost into this and they still haven't met anybody. And I'm like, oh, I have like a pretty solid group of people and I think it's really nice yeah and you'll carry that through mm -hmm. like even past university it's a really close-knit community here so mm -hmm. it's really cool to meet your peers and like other years and I'm sure Carly can talk about that too yeah. like these are going to be your friends for life and interior design is such a small community not even just in Calgary but just across the country there's only so many people doing this, and we're at one of the top schools in the country for it. There's a lot of people. We turn out high-quality students, <laughs> and these are going to be your peers. They're going to be your coworkers. They're going to be your networking industry for the mm -hmm. rest of your career. So, like, you get to rely on your friends. You, get, you might not work directly with them, but you'll be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I saw your building that you did, you know, or, oh, that restaurant's finally open. Congratulations. Like, it's, it's a community past this degree it's awesome yeah i think alumni is sort of a thing that we're going to try and integrate into the program more because it is really interesting to see what happens afterwards but <laughs> it's funny as you were talking carly i'm like so basically you're saying all the sweat tears no sleep it's worth it <laughs> sounds like it yeah <laughs> i'm not there yet so i can't speak from experience but from people that were in years ahead of me that I have on social media. I mean, they seem like they're doing okay. You they're figuring it out. The You're yeah. almost there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the light, it's growing bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Only a short seven months. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
what are some, Maddie, what do you have some, do you have any advice for anybody who has just started the program? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I would say is don't get too stuck in what you're doing. It's, you got to be able to just walk away from it sometimes if it's not perfect, if it's not exactly how you wanted it to be. At the end of the day, like, you're still going to learn from it and you shouldn't kill yourself over it. Yeah, Maddie, you've probably heard me say this say a million times because I say this all the time, but school is meant to be the place where you fail, like where you fall. And our professors are so incredibly supportive. And if you just reach out to them, they're always there for you in every way. Um, And they're always open to that conversation. But this is the time to just like let go because we attach ourselves so much to our projects every single one and I, I see a lot of head nodding right they're now so personal <laughs> exactly they really are they're like a, they're a big piece of you right and so it is hard to disassociate yourself in some way but if you can realize like hey this is my time to essentially f up <laughs> it's like take that opportunity so like take those risks and play play is a big word especially in your first year because the more you play in first year the more you'll be apt to do that throughout the rest of your career here I think that's kind of an important thing to remember. Yeah. yeah. And I I found, sorry. No, go ahead. I found sometimes after I h- would hand a big project in, I'd kind of have these couple of days where I just didn't know what to do. And it'd almost be like I was kind of like having a little fall down afterwards. And it was like coming back down to just living my regular life after Reality. like three all-nighters. Yeah. And I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, it, it's a weird feeling like, I remember I, one time after I finished, I think it was the Farnsworth house, mm-hmm. I went and laid in my bed and just cried for five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I napped for six hours. Yeah. And it was just, I think my body was just kind of letting so everything yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so for anyone that's been through design school, that's like, sorry, Piper. <laughs> this is what you're getting yourself into. Can't wait. Yeah, exactly. It's but the these are the memories. Oh, well, yeah. Best there has I've ever had. Yeah, we've got to have a name for that because that is quintessential come down it's like this weird thing where all of a sudden everything becomes so heavy and you're all of a sudden grounded and I guess that's the best way I can describe it because you're like in this mode of getting things done and there's so much to do and you're working so hard towards a project and everything is going towards it you hand it in and you know you have a project due in a few days but even just those few days or few minutes or whatever it is it's like it's like you've spent so much time running 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 and then it stops and it's just this this free fall this stillness you're like what what do i even do (laughs) (sighs) yeah Yeah. and then you go yeah yeah exactly (laughs) turn the treadmill back on we gotta get this next project finished (laughs) Uh, that actually leads into our next question about balancing school and personal life and like how do you find that balance do you, like Carly, do you have any words of advice, or Piper, have you noticed any difference between first year and high school? Um, I don't know. I was a really good student in high school, not to be <laughs> amazing, <laughs> but um, compared to other students, I felt very good about my time management. And mm-hmm. here, I feel okay. Like I really, I don't know. I don't think we're getting into the thick of it yet, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's going to get worse. But I've been pretty good. And I feel like it's not horrible, but I guess it just depends on how many courses you have mm-hmm. uh, in the semester. Um, I think it depends on each person, too. Like, if you came yeah. from high school where you were doing a ton of classes and sports and extracurriculars, it would be probably a little bit more calm. But for me, it hasn't been too hard. It's been pretty good. 
I'm not sure if I am the best or the worst person <laughs> to be talking about this because I have done a full course load every semester and worked a minimum of 12 hours a week mm-hmm. every semester of every year of this degree. I've had a part-time job and a full course load. I'm paying for my own way through school, so it's definitely been doing the most. I'm on the student society. I have a problem with I can't say no. I volunteer <laughs> for all the things. I have done pretty much every new student orientation. So I'm like, I'm maybe not the best for like balance because I can't say no to things, but I'm also probably the best because I've managed to juggle all the things. So best words of advice, you're juggling a lot of things. Pick (laughs) which one of those balls are glass and which ones are rubber. Which ones do you have to keep in the air and which ones can you let bounce and pick it up when it comes back? It's prioritizing. It's really getting down to the nitty gritty of what needs to be done. What can you cut to make that work? What can wait a couple of days? What can't? And just knowing what works for yourself. Finding, are you a morning person? Do you get up at six and you're at studio an hour before classes start at 8.30? And then, you know, or are you like me? And you, I work better at night because no one's there to bug me. So it's really just finding what works for you, finding that groove, stick to it, and give yourself some grace. You're not Mm -hmm. gonna be perfect. Grace is a big word. Like just, again, that kind of relates back to not attaching yourself too much to projects in a way. Just be like, just let go. Yeah. And don't love your idea too, too much because there is a very, very, very high chance that your teacher is going to come up and be like, oh, actually, you can't do that because there is no way that your guests can get to your fire exit (laughs) and you're going to kill them all. You have to redesign everything. (laughs) It's three days for your project. Start again. Or it's like, ooh, actually, you didn't really consider any of this. How about you switch everything, switch where everything in your layout is and restart your floor plan. Like, you, you have to reiterate and do things over and over and over again, and you can't get too married to one iteration of your design because mm-hmm. then it blocks you off from considering so many other things that are going to make it better. So don't get too married to your friends. Yeah. Yeah, that comes back into play again and, mm-hmm. like, not being too attached, but also, um, yeah, just being open, I think, too, like, because that's a huge theme with crits. How do you take a crit? How do you prepare for a crit? You know, like we have a bunch of different crit profs every year and you're rotating through different opinions, different experiences. So how do you walk into that crit um, with your ideas? Uh, That's kind of a whole conversation itself. Yeah, it's interesting too, because as much as we're saying, you have to be able to accept the opinions of others and work with their feedback from your profs it's also a bit of a balance to stick to your guns sometimes mm-hmm. like design own self be true yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah at the end of the day it's your design if you love mm-hmm. that aspect of it and one of the profs is like well i don't like i don't really know if i like that if you like it it's yours do it yeah and i i would say that a lot of our profs are pretty pretty open like the way they guide you through it is more like well you know, they're not criticizing your ideas or those like aesthetic, superficial things. They really want you to be to take to sort of harbor that and have that grow, which I think is really cool. But there will always be a time where you're like, 
in the back of your mind you're listening and you're like uh-huh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you're like mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh-uh. totally no nope, sorry or i don't have yeah. time are you kidding me <laughs> why didn't you say this to me like three weeks ago yeah not the dance due yeah. or i oh, think totally first years are having a hard time yeah, yeah. To pick and choose what advice because our professors tell us like five different things and yeah. then we, we kind of sit there and we're like oh my god yeah <laughs> so <do> we pick <laughs> professors are you listening <laughs> <laughs> that that uh i think that is something that kind of goes uh consistently through the years and mm-hmm. i know that they spend a lot of time working on establishing that criteria and uh what their expectations are but there will always be differences and i think a lot of that is just different experiences and how they would approach things which is why sometimes we connect with certain ones more or less as well that can happen pretty naturally um but yeah we do love all of our profs, though. We do. Yes. Thank They're you. So good at oh, amazing! To just like pursue what you want. There's been teachers who it'll be like ten o'clock at night, and they're like, "Okay, we know you have a studio assignment due tomorrow," and they just like bring pizza, or like some snacks, or they'll hang out until like eight o'clock at night just to talk us through our stuff like they do the most so mad props yeah they go above and beyond yeah and they have a lot going on outside of school exactly yeah like a lot of them are fully working in the industry at the same time too it's crazy yeah i think the like roster of professors and crit profs is just phenomenal because throughout our whole four years here we're really building that network that we will be wanting to establish for when we finish this uh program which is really cool to be making those connections and, you know, working through solutions with them. Um, Having said that, that's kind of a little bit of word of advice as well, right? Keep that in mind. And they're they're here to offer their advice. Um, But always reach out to your profs and make those connections. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, I've made some already some pretty good friendships with professors and that means the world to me and you never really know what happens from that and for myself some great experiences have come from that so you know I think that's a bit of insight just to pivot this a bit do you guys want to talk about some of your favorite projects that you've done in this program Mm. (laughs) (laughs) we're like Piper what have you done (laughs) I can't even I've been in here like three weeks and I couldn't even tell you some <laughs> yeah. of the stuff we've done. Yeah. 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 It's a blurb already. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's a whirlwind. It's fun though. The projects are really fun. Yeah, I, I yeah. really yeah. tactile like in your first year. Mm-hmm. I liked that first project because it was the only one that I actually stayed on track for because you, <laughs> you guys have like a million hand-ins. Yeah, and they, yeah. they built us like a schedule this year, which is nice. Yeah. I saw that yeah. schedule. I was very envious. <laughs> that, that means Love Rob is probably involved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob is for sure in there somewhere. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, so, ladies, we're all ladies in here, by the way, <laughs> I should mention, rock on. But we're not all ladies in the program. No, yes, we're not. Out. Yes, and please, <laughs> we love the gentlemen. We love diversity. all be the beings, please. Us. Yeah, uh, we just had our welcome back party, and we were just talking about how amazing everyone is when you when you like take a step back and let little bird's eye view you're like man everyone's so cool oh, so, well the new dressed. so well dressed that was like, so geez. fun in the yeah you had fun I really liked oh it. yeah <laughs> awesome yeah we'll, we'll be doing a lot more of that stuff 
We're the funky, cool, stylish hermits up the third floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hermits, fourth years, enigmas, <laughs> like spirits. Um, practicum. You guys did your practicum last year and, or sorry, last summer. Mm-hmm. Now you guys are in school, but you're not really in school. We never know if you're there, if you're not there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you have less interior design classes fourth year, so... There's, if most people are smart and have gotten their gen eds and electives out of the way, <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, so there's definitely, we're here for less, but, you know, I still enjoy every second. But getting back to the uh, internship part, it was really cool. It was such a learning experience. And I find that our program, because there's so many ways that you can take an interior design degree, they focus a lot on the commercial aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I did mm-hmm. Farnsworth House in first year. And mm-hmm. then a house in second year, mm-hmm. and then I hadn't Homeland. done residential since then. Mm-hmm. And I had a residential internship. internship. Mm-hmm. And it was like husband-wife duo, small little firm, Calgary Custom Construction, so I'm just going to like mad prop shout them out because <laughs> they gave me a microphone. And they do, he's a Red Seal Millwork carpenter, and she's the interior designer. Whoa. So him and his team built everything for all of our woodworking. So... It's been really great, but all I have done is like kitchen cabinets and millwork drawings and cool. it has been so great. I learned a lot. I definitely have redone the same kitchen and walk-in pantry about 12 times this <laughs> summer because I'd get the elevation from my boss. I'd render them. She'd be like, uh, actually, now that I've seen it in real life, I don't like it. Can you make these changes and redo it? So I'd redo it and then she'd send it to the client and then the client didn't like things and that those would have to get changed. Then she'd give me a fresh set of elevations and then I would go and make those changes. Then she'd see them and be like, uh, actually, can we try instead of like your cabinets going all the way to the countertop, can we just have like upper cabinets and you'd have to go and you'd redo that mm-hmm. and then you'd send that off to the client and then the client would have changes and then you'd get that <laughs> back. And then you'd have, I've seriously done it like 12 times. And that's where I say don't get married to your ideas because they're going to change. Especially to get clients involved right. yeah it's no longer just your idea yeah. it's not your brainchild anymore there are outer people's actual opinions instead of your hypothetical clients where you're like i want to build this my client obviously also wants to do exactly <laughs> yeah, what i say exactly. every single time <laughs> so it's been really cool having like the outer experience of getting other people's feedback and opinions mm-hmm. and for me it was i feel like you're either working by yourself or you're working in groups with your peers and it was really interesting for me to actually get to do group work with someone who is my higher up and it was a bit of a learning adjustment for me because I didn't really feel like I could just throw out my ideas the Mm -hmm. same way when because it wasn't that equal playing field Mm -hmm. so it was definitely an adjustment learning how to work under someone and also just gaining so much information and insight from them and like the real world stuff and getting to go and talk to material reps about actual projects where I'm not like, hey, can I just get a piece of tile that you're never going to get back, but you're also not going to get any of my money. (laughs) So it's nice to actually build relationships with those people. So networking's good. Talking to the material reps now gets your foot in the door, but it's a wonderful experience, but networking's really good. It helps get you those internships in the first place. And just, yeah, believe in yourself. You know a lot. Are you still working for them right now? Yep. So I have two part-time jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Two. Yeah. So I'm still doing like Friday afternoons and some ad hoc stuff through the week with her. So mostly just doing renders of all of the stuff because I'm not really there enough to be involved in the designing anymore. And then um, we'll see how things pan out. But yeah, for now, it's going real good. I like it. From what I understand, it's fairly typical to continue your internship (laughs) into the fourth year. Mm -hmm. It's, It's... I'm not the only one. Um, I know a lot, like a fair amount of people just 
like with COVID, we had to branch out a little further than Calgary. So there were people who were doing like Vancouver or Edmonton. So a lot of those people have kind of stopped them. But there's there's a handful of people who are doing like continued on their internship mm-hmm. past. And for anyone who doesn't know, you have you really you're not restricted to Calgary. You can go international. You can go national. <laughs> you can really take it wherever you want. So start thinking about those things. And that actually kind of reminds me that in your second year, you also have the opportunity to go anywhere you want and do a semester abroad. So um, a lot of people forget that, probably just because you're in the whirlwind. Um, last year, we didn't really have that opportunity because we were in COVID, so that was never really given to us. But if I were in second year, I would have stepped on that for sure. You know, that's just a whole other world of experience. Um, there are probably a lot of positives and negatives that come with that. So talking to someone who's been through that is probably a good idea. But um, yeah, just so you guys know that those opportunities do exist. There's a really cool one in Paris. Know, oh, do a semester really interior design, design in Paris. I was seriously considering it because I was French English bilingual. But oui, oui. oui. <laughs> but you know, self-funding myself through school because yeah. I could have to right. pay for stuff here and pay for you know living accommodations there. So it's definitely if it's something you want to do, either start saving or you know, pretty please your parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's if you want to do it, get on it. I want to defer now and go to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I go back to second year? <laughs> Basically just ignore everything that's going on and live in some romantic life yeah. in Paris, quote unquote. Four months of, months of baguettes. And oh, yeah. Like Paris. <laughs> Here we are totally stereotyping. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, the bread is so much better. They yeah, make it fresh it every is. day and it just is... That really is a thing. It's a it thing. It really is it's a, a thing. thing. I'm yeah. here. It's a thing. <laughs> don't go to Tuscany and Italy. They don't add salt. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because their dishes are so salty. Yeah, they, they keep the bread unsalted. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. The more you know. Yeah, except for I love Tuscany. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'll just get salty dishes. Just dip yeah. it in the balsamic. Oh, yeah. There's salty <laughs> pasta out there for sure. <laughs> Anchovy. We're just a little bit off topic. <laughs> but a little bit hungry. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit hungry, exactly. <laughs> the, di- the design's okay there, too, I guess. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah there we go. It's a little outdated, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of global things, um, it's been quite a bit of the last few years here. A lot of social justice stuff going on last summer. I'm sure a lot of us have been influenced yeah. by that Honestly, some of the um, how are, what are some of the perspectives you guys might um, be taking into your some of your designs with that uh, currently right now the fourth years are doing an IDEC North American competition that Do we're doing for our studio project right now we have three weeks and we're doing shipping containers which are like crazy amounts like stuck in North America because we import so much stuff compared mm-hmm. to exporting so we just have so many of them so anyways we're doing a live work situation for an indigenous person and her partner who's the like photographer for her her business for the online store and it's been really interesting to get to do research on current indigenous living and like mm-hmm dealing with that and especially today being like day of truth and reconciliation it's been a sensitive topic that a lot of us are very aware of how sensitive and polarizing this can be and doing research that's inclusive and respectful 
and just trying to find resources that are for today's time and for today's Indigenous people has been, I wouldn't say a challenge because I know it's out there, but you know, trying to find it and not just have, oh, this is how things were in the past and trying not to like design mm-hmm. in a colonial-minded way mm-hmm. or a colonial-minded method. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been an interesting experience. experience for us trying to design for a culture that predominantly isn't our own that we might know of but we haven't lived in and experienced and I think that's you know that's part of the issue is that like Carly when you're saying the resources are there you just have to go find it it's when are those resources going to be right in front of our face where we don't have to go find it you know Mm -hmm. um but we will always have our own biases that we bring into projects um but yeah I think it can this year has given us the opportunity to sort of be a little bit more well a lot more insightful into our decision making and whether that's inclusive design or if it's making something more accessible um there's so much opportunity for us as designers to explore that because we impact the human experience with everything we do we literally force people to do things because of something we've done, a decision we've made. So I think that we actually owe it, you know, and this is a very personal opinion, but I think we owe it to the world to start exposing ourselves to more things so that we can begin to design for a greater audience. And like you said, not just colonial, right? And that's where biases come from. That's where we basically are rooted in and it's really unfortunate and the world's changing we got we're one of the big drivers of a lot of the world that might sound really grandiose but like <laughs> lived spaces are so important and shared spaces are so important and you want to come into that with like your why your eyes and your heart wide open and not being biased because we do we we shape a lot so educate yourself be open learn stuff yeah and this year we're You know, that's basically what we're saying is that with this podcast, we're hoping to get a lot of speakers to come in and have these conversations so we can expose ourselves to more uh, resources and more things and um, just provide that education to anybody who's willing to listen um, so you can go on and make your own opinions and judgments and hopefully carry that into your decisions through that process. Um, but yeah, that sounds like a really cool project, Carly, with your fourth years. Is that a real competition? Yeah, it's uh, North America-wide. Um, I think there's going to be a local panel of designers, and they'll pick the top ten out of our year, and then those will be sent to the Western Division of IDAC, and IDAC will pick three from our program. And then all across North America are going to be compiled together, and then they'll pick the winner, and then the winners will be announced at their annual meeting which is being held in new york city this year and you get to go to the meeting so whoever wins gets a trip to new york city so definitely not why everyone's incentive (laughs) participating (laughs) but so i'm like it's a really cool experience and get your name out there if you Mm -hmm. win which i think is really cool and i'm just looking forward to seeing what everyone's coming up with because we all have three shipping containers Mm -hmm. but there's going to be a lot of different projects yeah can you tell us what idec is just for everyone that doesn't know Oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> don't don't quote me on this, but I think it's the Interior Design Executive Council. I'm really not totally certain on that, but I know that they're an interior design body that is across North America. So this is, <laughs> I think, 
Canada, no U.S., and Mexico are having competitors in this. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. It's really cool because, you know, throughout our whole careers here in school, we're like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever run into this, but you'll be talking to your friends. You're like, yeah, you know, Chintz and Company, I'm taking over that building or... Oh, 8th Avenue, like we're building an office in there. And they're like, really? For real? No. Everyone always is like, oh, you, like, oh that's so cool. Real. Like, are they doing it? I'm like, no, they're not going to build like 30 offices on the same floor, you guys. <laughs> Conceptual. Yeah. But there are a lot of competitions that happen throughout all four years here that you can participate in. And I haven't participated in one yet. I've always wanted to. But um, from what I've heard from people who have, um, it's been an amazing experience because you kind of just like everyone throws in their skills. Everyone's at a different skill level. And then you are meeting people in like other universities and other professions. And they usually have like a range in the roster, which is really, really cool. So I'm hoping to do something like that this year. Yeah, the interior design the interior designers of Alberta are actually having one soon. They're in the planning stage right now, but they'll be um, announcing it in the next coming weeks or months. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. When we get more information on that, I can pass it out to you guys, and then hopefully everyone can participate. It'll be really great. <laughs> so what, what interests you guys the most about design? What brought you into this program, or what are you hoping to do when you're done? Well, um, so <laughs> interior design was actually my fallback. Interesting. <laughs> so what um, was plan A? Well, my plan A was business. And when Whoa. looking at the... That's different. Well, yeah. And I didn't know that there was a portfolio that as a part of the well, like snap application. I, I had no idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. No, I had no idea. And I looked at the like uh, grade point average to get into the programs and business was like 85 and interior design was anywhere from 70 to 75. And I was like, well, if I don't get into business, I'll get into interior design. Little did I know that the competition level was much higher. Yeah, 10% <laughs> acceptance rate. Yeah, I had no idea. So <laughs> come COVID, I was at home and I got this portfolio and I let it sit for <laughs> like three oh. weeks, mm. I think, on my dining room table. I was like, oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, yeah. eye contact in the room right now because <laughs> we're like, oh, yeah, man. No. <laughs> for anyone that I doesn't know. know what, I'm sorry, I'm just cutting no, you off here, Graham, but yeah. for anybody that doesn't know <laughs> what it is, basically your portfolio portfolios a really intense process it's a lot of sketching it's a mm -hmm. lot of um cutting and pasting yeah. and it has to be perfect because like you said 10 percent uh of students who apply get in it's incredibly competitive it's even yeah. only just a small portion of the process of getting into school but yeah it was ahead, a lot Greer. of stuff that i had never done before mm -hmm. and it come three days before the deadline oh my and God. <laughs> I was like well I guess I got nothing else to do so <laughs> I went to the studio this reflects also how my year went after that by the way I <laughs> saved all my projects for like four days before the due date so maybe pressure is a good outcome for <laughs> maybe it helps me helps me work but yeah so I ended up getting in and I was like I really enjoyed the whole process of making that portfolio I really liked the creative part I surprised wanted, you yeah I thought I wanted to go into fashion earlier on and but I cool. was like, I don't know how to sew, and I don't really understand mm -hmm. the 3D aspect of the human body. I understand rooms much better, which I think it, with practice I would have understand the body, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no, I ended up getting into interior design, and here I am, and I love it. Amazing. I'm really happy I went with it. 
It Mine? took me three attempts. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But this was third time's the charm. Finally made it in. I tried straight after high school. I tried the year after that. I got discouraged. I went and worked for a little while. And then I was like, I hate what I'm doing with my life. It's not going anywhere. I was like, you know Classic. what? Let's <laughs> just do one last kick of the can. If I don't make it, it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. Made it finally. But yeah. It's and just here you are. It's always been my dream. So yay. Yay. Young me would be so proud. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is kind of similar to Greer's is um, I originally wanted to do psychology because I really loved psychology in high school. And so when I was filling out all the forms, you pick like your first, second, third, and fourth option. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of... I took a class in high school uh, with UFC, and I was like, I like it, but it's, like, not 100%. And I was still looking for other options that I was really passionate about. And then I I always had a goal and a dream of building my own house. My parents built their house, and I thought that would be so fun. And then um, I kind of, like, was on Pinterest and was, like, making little boards. (laughs) And then I was like, you know what, I should just, (laughs) I was like, I should just do this for a career, and then I can, like, know how to do that and, like, build other people's houses. And then um, I hadn't heard anything from Mount Royal for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I checked to make sure that I put interior design, that I moved it to first. And I realized I had it down at fourth. And then so I moved it up to my first option. And then I got an email right away about the portfolio. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did not know this was going to be part of that. And then um, I chose that. And I'm so happy I did because it's so, it's so fun. Yeah, it's interesting that you say psychology because... Like, I, it's not my background, but I won't get into my background. <laughs> I've done many things. Uh, but, and I'm also a mama of the group. I don't have kids, but I'm definitely older. Um, but, same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> There's like four of us that are like, you babies. <laughs> yeah. Um, and here we are in IDSS, yeah. like, keen. Um, but, uh, yeah, psychology it plays so much into design, mm-hmm. so, so much. And um, just to kind of tip off that, it's like our experiences play so much into design. And that's what surprised me the most about this program, because I was really apprehensive and was like, is it even good? Like, I don't know. And it blew my socks off, like, from the beginning. I was like, wow, there's so much. There's technical, there's drawing, it's creative, it's psychological, and you're influencing the human aspect, and you can bring in all of your personal experiences. So it just, like, ticks so many boxes. And I don't know, that's why I love it so much. And a lot of people around me know I absolutely love it, no matter how hard it is or what I have to do to get through each day even or each minute but I uh yeah I think it's a really incredible program and uh on that note (laughs) I think it might be time to say goodbye yeah yeah this is a really amazing conversation though so thank you so much for joining us today yeah no thank you for having us it's a it's an awesome thing to do this podcast for everyone yeah it's so fun yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm really excited to see where you guys take it and yeah. what this comes into. Yeah, so are we. It's, it's going to yeah. <laughs> It's a surprise yeah. to us, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so thanks so much, guys. And I guess we'll kind of just remind our audience again that uh, this is our very first episode. We're really looking forward to where this can go. Um, yeah, we understand how critical it is to have these conversations and to have people 
intersect in their opinions and things like that. So um, thanks, Piers. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next time we're going to be having some of our professors on. So yeah. Two That'll be. So we can grill them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is there maybe a spot if our students have any questions for the professors where they could maybe submit them? Yeah, um, if you go to our Instagram, we'll have a story out if you guys want to submit some questions there for the professors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll hype that up a little bit. So, because everyone has questions for professors, right? This is out of school context. So, dun dun dun. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. This was Dear Students with Maddie and Alex. Each episode touches on a different topic, so be sure to tune in next time for a fresh perspective. <laughs>